if your skin care routine is not on point and it is not doing what you need it to do, you're going to struggle with your makeup. Like you're going to see a difference. Now, when you get that skin care routine in line, you are going to be wondering what you've been doing all along mm-hmm. and what you've been missing out on. You have to take care of your skin. Hi, my name is Callie. And on this podcast, hindsight is everything. Our goal is to look back on seasons we've been through and help prepare those about to face the same things. There's something powerful in knowing you're not alone and knowing someone has gone before you. So I gather up some great people. I ask them all the questions I can think of. And then hopefully by the end, we're better than when we started. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to No One Told Me. So I walked into Sephora one day and went straight up to the girl whose makeup was just the right balance of fancy, but not I spent three hours doing this fancy and literally just said, help me. Now, she either thought I was being abducted or she looked at my runny eyeliner, very white neck against a very tan face and the questionable eyebrows, and she knew exactly what I was referring to. Makeup isn't something I ever really cared about. I mean, I threw on some mascara when I wore my pants that buttoned and I counted that as dressing up. But then I was squarely in my mid-20s and knew I wanted to walk into work or, I mean, even the grocery store and occasionally look like I had my life together, even if that's also an occasional occurrence. I liked feeling put together. So I started dabbling in foundations and eyeshadows, but felt pretty intimidated by the whole thing. I had no idea what went where and what was best or what that foam teardrop sponge thing that comes in scents like rose water actually did. I was lost. Then a good friend heard my story about Sephora and took great pity on me and the people who had to suffer through my failed attempts at contouring. She took me out, explained the ropes, and off I went. Now, this whole makeup and skincare world, it's a bit pricey, if I'm honest with you. So I'm learning to shop the deals, and I'm learning what items I'm okay ponying up for. I also don't think I've ever used the phrase ponying up, so there's a first for all of us. My friend Rachel is ridiculously knowledgeable on all things beauty. Seriously, she's done a huge amount of research and has compared so many products. She spills it all for us today on No One Told Me How to Take Care of My Face. Rachel is back again with us. She did the Singles Podcast at the very beginning. You were the very first (laughs) podcast I (laughs) ever recorded. So I found a picture of that the other day where we're all sitting in the floor as close as we can get to the microphone around because I was real scared. I wasn't doing it right. So <laughs> we've we've upped our game a little bit. Got a fancier mics. It's a little easier process. It comes so far I in such a short time. <laughs> we got to figure these things out quick. <laughs> I asked this question just last week on Instagram and said, hey, what do you want to know about makeup and skincare and received so many responses, like so many questions. It's a major topic. It is. I really started caring a lot within the past couple of years, one for skincare Mm, because I started seeing the lines and Mm. I really feel like you don't care until you see the lines. (laughs) You see the lines and it changes everything. Like when you turn, when you go to Snapchat and the camera's turned on you and you think, (laughs) Who is that? (laughs) That is when I made the decision. Okay, something needs to be done. Mm -hmm. So that is why we've brought you in because you are the person that I know who knows the most about makeup and skincare because you have researched it because you've spent a long time learning about it. 
I'm not going to disagree with that. <laughs> I know. It's true. You put, hey, you put the effort in and you own it. Because right now, I mean, it's uh, 830 at night and your makeup still looks great. And I just walked in here with dry skin and frizzy hair. So you're and making me I feel good, Rachel. I have not touched it one time today. You're amazing. I have not even touched it up. You did my makeup for an event that we had in mm-hmm. December. First and foremost, the picture that I posted on Instagram is the most liked picture I've ever had in the history of my Instagram. You are kidding me I right promise now. you. It is the most liked picture I've had. <laughs> and I don't know what that says about the world slash about me, but it's out there. <laughs> and, there it is. And I told you this several times. The event involved walking out in front of a lot of people several mm-hmm. nights in a row, mm-hmm. days in a row. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of pressure. And I don't have like, I can fake it for a long time, mm-hmm. but I needed to be able to go out there and feel like, okay, I'm okay out here. And you helping me feel good about myself played a huge part in me feeling like I can walk out here and do this. Like this is something I can do over and over again. So there's power in that. I mean, I'm not saying you have to have makeup. Maybe something else makes you feel good about yourself. But yeah. for me, that's what made me feel good about myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's not just about covering up. Like it's about confidence. Mm-hmm. Like when you put on a face of makeup mm-hmm. and you look in the mirror and you're like, okay. I like this. When you I put like on red lipstick and you think you can't wear le- red when lipstick. When you're wearing red lipstick <laughs> and a gold sequin dress, you can do anything. So whether you're just getting into makeup or you know quite a bit about it, there's still like there's new things that have come out that we're going to talk about as well. So we're going to jump straight into it. The first question we got is if I only have five minutes to get ready, what should I absolutely use? So these are those fast mornings. You're getting up quick. You've got to get out the door. What do you absolutely have to do? You absolutely have to do a BB cream or a tinted moisturizer. That's meant to cover up even your skin tone. Mascara. It's going to open up your eyes, help you look more awake and alert. And then a tinted lip balm. You need that moisture on your lips and it's going to give you a little pop of color. What's the difference between a BB cream and a CC cream? So a BB cream has more skincare effects to it. It's moisturizing. It's got tint to it. You can find them in drugstores or Sephora and Ulta, all those different stores. But a CC cream typically stands for, the CC stands for color correcting. Mm. So it doesn't have as many skincare benefits as a BB cream. Uh, So it totally depends on what you're looking for and what your needs are. What's your favorite brand? My favorite is a tinted moisturizer by a brand called Algenist, and it is wonderful. I like it, A, because it has 30 SPF, so my face is protected. It's moisturizing, and it gives me just enough coverage. It's like my go-to in the summertime. I love it so much. Okay. Sometimes foundation gets cakey. Mm. When you put it on, Mm. it doesn't look great. What am I doing wrong when I'm putting my foundation on? So there could be a few things going on here. Uh, It varies depending on what we're working with. So you could be using a formula that might not be the best type of formula for your skin, depending on if you're normal, oily, dry, combo. How do you figure out what type of skin you have? Because for me, like in the winter, like right now, just getting Mm -hmm. out of the shower, I've lathered on moisturizer, but my face still feels dry. But in the summer, it's not dry at all. Yes, actually leans towards the more oily. Mm -hmm. So do you change it based on season? Yeah, mine totally changes based on the season. Mm. Like during the spring, summer time, I'm more of a normal skin tone. Sometimes I can be a little dry. But in the winter, 
I am like you're then a pastry at Starbucks. I it's also bad. like get into a shower that's scalding hot. I <laughs> could leave third degree burns. I just love so it. So bad. I can't help it. I love it so much. It's, okay. It just know, it feels, it feels so, so right. It does. It, it feels, feels so right. right. Especially in the winter when it's freezing yes. and you get in and you don't want to get out Mm-mm. and you just the world. Like if I don't stops. feel like I'm going to pass out by the end of the shower, <laughs> it's not hot enough. And if your skin is not <laughs> red. If I feel like when I smile my skin's not gonna crack off it's not hot enough oh my gosh <laughs> it's so bad but you get like itchy and all that kind of stuff it's so drying it's so bad i but can't help it i love it okay but back to the cakey foundation cakey so foundation. it depends on your skin type okay depend on your skin type it could be because you're not using a primer to get started before you put your foundation on primer is your number one staple item it is like your uh, go between skincare and makeup. See, I some days I use a primer and some days I don't because I want to save it because it's kind of expensive. So I should use it every day. You should use it every day. You should Just absolutely. one more thing to put on my... I get scared of breakouts. I get scared I'm putting too much stuff on my face. It's going to make me break out. Well, okay. So then that's a whole conversation about ingredients and the products that you're using. But I use a great product. It's the First Aid Beauty. Okay, it, that is a really good product. And it's the it's their coconut primer, and it smells incredible, and it feels great on mm-hmm. your skin. Do you notice breakouts when you wear it? I don't really pay attention. <laughs> I just think about it when I'm putting it on. So First Aid Beauty is a great brand, and I really I love like it. that primer. And mm-hmm. I don't think that you're going to have any problem with wearing it on a daily basis as long as you are washing your face twice a day. Yes, I do. I about was appalled by twice a day, but I realized I do wash it twice <laughs> you were like, a day. Twice a day. And listen, people are going to look at this first aid beauty brand. They're going to think I'm super bougie. But listen, I make it last. That's why I don't use it every day. Because but a little goes a long way. It with really those does. Brands where they're more expensive, a little really does go a long way. So, so get a primer. Yeah, get a primer. Number one, like you your can favorite press brands. Pause now. Go get your primer and come back and mm-hmm. finish later. Uh, so get your primer. Then you could also be applying too much foundation and not blending it well. We're going to ask this question later, but blending is a mystery to me. Oh, I remember getting a blender and Snapchatting <laughs> you and this. saying, I'm about to go out tonight. I have this thing that I saw you use. What am I doing? And you didn't respond fast enough. <laughs> and here's what I did. <laughs> I poured the foundation on the blender (laughs) and couldn't figure out why it was smudging everywhere and why the blender was just sucking it all up and it wasn't actually going on my face. It wasn't going on your face and you used half the bottle. Yes, it was a very upsetting turn of events. So I've never used the blender since. We're going to change that. We'll get to the blender, but you could be using too much foundation and not blending it out well Mm -hmm. or... Your skincare routine. It could absolutely be your skincare routine. How does that play into how your foundation settles? So it just depends on what you're using. You got to make sure that you're using the right products for what your skin needs. Instead of just putting on what you think is right, you got to pay attention to your skin and look at what it's telling you. Are you breaking out? Are Mm. you excessively oily? Is your foundation breaking up and looking cakey? Is it sinking into lines and wrinkles? A lot of that matters based on your skincare routine. So if you're trying out something for the first time, mm-hmm. right? So this is trial and error. Figuring Absolutely. out what works on your skin is trial and error. How long do you give something before you see a difference or see that it does cause a breakout? Like how long should you use it and see a result, a good or bad result? 
It depends on the product. Like there's, I I, need real answers. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So there is a cleanser that I got. It's a cleanser that is the only thing that I found that works with my hormonal acne. Mm -hmm. Now it took a solid two to three weeks for me to start seeing any results because there was so much junk in my skin that Mm -hmm. had to come out. So it got worse before it got better. That makes sense. I can follow that. In that morning, Mm -hmm. you're getting ready. What order? Should you apply makeup in? Now, I know this seems like a very easy question, but I did not know what order these things go in. Someone had to spell it out for me and then had to take a picture of something and number things for me. But does it make sense to you now that you know? Yes, now I understand. So what's your morning routine? What order are you doing things? As soon as I wake up, I wash my face and moisturize. That is A1, day one. Mm -hmm. I never skip that step. Then I put on my primer and I let my primer sit for a couple minutes. Oh, I usually put the primer on and immediately follow with my makeup. No, let your primer sit and really dry and. Why set does no one tell anyone these things? Minute. Well, it's a this, learning process. This podcast wouldn't exist if we were all telling each other. No everything. one told you to you do know what this. I'm saying? Hence, we are here today. <laughs> put your primer on, let it sit. What comes next? Foundation before so, concealer. For me, yes. So I put my foundation on and then the purpose of concealer for me is not to correct. The purpose of concealer for me is to cover dark circles under my eyes and brighten under my eyes. That's why I use concealer. If I have a breakout, I will use a concealer that is the similar tone of my foundation to correct whatever the blemish is before I put foundation on. So it really depends on if you are trying to correct or if you're trying to brighten. Okay. So let me get this right. When you were doing my makeup, Mm -hmm. we were in a hurry. Mm -hmm. So you gave me concealer to put on. After you put your foundation on. And you made fun of me for my application. (laughs) Well, because you used it like foundation. (laughs) And you put it all over your Well, you know, you didn't tell me anything different, Rachel. So if you want to brighten, Mm -hmm. you do foundation then concealer then concealer under your eyes and you do the concealer from the corner of your eye out kind of in a triangle if you think of the corner of your eye as like the 90 degree angle and you go down to the corner of your nose and then Mm -hmm. out to the corner of your eye and then you blend it out from that area in that area of your eye Mm -hmm. see i was i was thinking you didn't want to use a lot of your makeup so you just gave me a little bit and i had to get it all over my face (laughs) That was my goal. Okay. So just get off my back. It's why we're here today. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't give you good instructions. All right. What comes after your foundation and then concealer? Then I do brows. I fill in my brows a little bit. What does that mean? What do you use to fill in your brows? Do you use a brow pencil? Once again, this depends on the day and how I'm feeling and what I have. So I will alternate between a brow pencil. On one side, it is kind of like an eyeliner. Little thicker consistency than an eyeliner, a little heavier than an eyeliner. And on the other side of it is a little spoolie, like the little round thing that you brush your brows out with. Spoolie. Hmm. Spoolie. I <laughs> love that you were word. like pausing because you knew you saw the <laughs> look of, I don't know what you're talking about on my you face. You pondering that word. <laughs> and even with an explanation, I'm still not 100% sure what you're talking about, but I'm going mm-hmm. to nod. When you brush your brows out, it kind of looks like a Christmas tree. I'm with you. I'm tracking. There we, I'm there tracking we now. are. There, there it is. is. There it is. Oh, all right. So I brush my brows out first and then I line my brows. What makes it a, a day you want to line your brows? Like, how do you decide? You know, today I'm going to do this. Every day I want to line my brows because mm. it's like an instant facelift. Like it instantly 
brow I agree. Lift. You can tell when someone puts some effort in their brow. Like when I do, but I, I don't know what I'm doing. That's why I don't do it all. Listen, I took a selfie one day when I did one brow and hadn't done the other brow, and it was disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> Never again will you not do your brows. Never again. So you use a pencil. I use a pencil majority of the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I will use a darker color eyeshadow. Now you have to be careful. Mm -hmm. Just because you have a dark brown eyeshadow doesn't mean that that's the color for you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it can be too red undertoned and you're going to look like you have red brows when you have blonde hair. And sometimes it can be too ashy and you're going to look like you have black eyebrows and you have red hair. Yeah. You know, okay, so blending. the pencil thing, do you start from the inside and work your way out? No. I start in the middle, okay. and I start with my arch first, and I start on the bottom of my brow and work my way out. Do you pluck? I wax. Do you do it yourself? No. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a professional. <laughs> you don't even play that game, do you? I, I absolutely In college, not. I went to get them waxed one time, and it was the wax was so hot and so uh, aggressive, she ripped off part of my skin. Did you go to a nail salon to get your no. eyebrows waxed? You went it to was like when I got my hair done. Place. Oh, gosh. I go to a place that only does waxing. That's I've thought all about it. they do. I thought about it when I went to get my nails done. I considered it. Don't. <laughs> it's a one-stop shop, you know? <laughs> I, it's like when I got my hair cut at Walmart one day. <laughs> I thought, I'm here to get my groceries. Might as well get a haircut. And it was a poor decision. <laughs> well, you know, you could do your grocery shopping, get your nails done, and your hair done at Walmart. I'm and telling you. get the tires changed on the car. They know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. I know. All right. We got our brows down. What comes next? After I do my brows, then I will do a bronzer and blush. If I'm feeling fancy, oh, this is where contour comes into play. Contour. That's a tricky thing. Well, we're going to talk about that here in a second. But people talk about it, but I still Mm -hmm. don't fully understand why Mm -hmm. we do it or what it is. So after we do bronzer and blush, I do my eye primer. Fun fact, there's a difference between a face primer and an eye primer. Listen, I'm not trying to take out a second mortgage on my home to it's buy gradual. all this stuff. I know. It's gradual. <laughs> Use baby steps. Ryan got very upset when I stopped buying my makeup at Walmart because it meant a little pricier. It is a little pricier, but mm-hmm. it lasts a lot longer. It's true. It's better quality and the ingredients are so much better. Do you have to say that a lot to yourself? <laughs> not to my son <laughs> anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Eye primer does what? Keeps your eyeshadow on longer? It keeps your eyeshadow on all day long. For me, my eyelids are oily and mm-hmm. the rest of my face is dry. Got those oily lids. I got some oily mm-hmm. lids, girl. So I do that and it keeps my eyeshadow in place all day and it keeps it from creasing. So if you experience your eyeshadow creasing, which means it's all collecting in the line or in the crease of mm. your eyelid. It's not a great look. Eh, well, you know, it happens. And that is not a cut crease. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> that is not what we're going that after. That is not what we're going after here. So after you do your eye primer, then you do your eyeshadow. Then you can do your eyeliner, mascara. Eyeliner. Let's stop for one second. I Mm. just learned how to do eyeliner on my bottom lid because I was just not doing it Mm -hmm. because I didn't know how. So I would just do my top lid. Yeah. And it's on the tear line. Correct? On on your waterline. On Mm -hmm. your waterline. Well, it varies. So, again, we're talking about this and there are a million different ways Mm -hmm. to do all of these things. Mm -hmm. If I do bottom liner, I will use an eyeshadow as the liner. 
I can't do to that. pull it all together. And then I will do like a cream colored liner on my bottom waterline that makes your eyes pop. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. It's just like <laughs> every time I think I know what I'm doing, you throw in a cream liner on your bottom lid to make things pop. I can't with that. <laughs> I, just, I just can't imagining the people listening to this right now and the visuals they're getting. The follow up to this is going to be videos, how to videos. Oh, this just a few. Be, just a couple. Basic ones that are going to help us get the basics. What, we are not going for Kardashian no. beauty here. It's like on What Not to Wear when Carmen would do your five-minute look. Oh. Do you remember that? Yes. I loved What Not to Wear. It's how I learned how to do... I take my lightest shade of eyeshadow mm-hmm. and I take it down the middle... To highlight, to I'm highlight, so proud of and you. at the corners of my eyes. <gasps> yes, when I'm feeling real good about myself. See, you know more than you think you because do. Because Carmen taught me to on what not to wear. Carmen's a smart lady. She is. And then your lips, and last, your setting spray, which yes. I've got to be convinced this is necessary. You have to be convinced it's yes. necessary. Okay, it's like that. What's the water people are spritzing on their faces now? Rose water. Yes. Why are you doing that? Oh, it's so refreshing. Help me. Help me. <laughs> I just, the setting spray, the spritz of water on your face it's for no reason. It's not just water. I don't believe It's that. refreshing. I, listen, I use rose water if I get sunburned in the summer. This would and be a shorter out. conversation if you told me what you didn't use at this point. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> this would be non-existent. Uh, so you're, you're very right. I need you to have tried all these things and tell me what the best ones are. Oh. So you want setting spray. Yes. So your makeup doesn't budge. It's like hairspray for your face. It keeps it from moving. Just please don't use hairspray on your face for setting spray. Listen, I've got some of that left over too. Don't pull out your white rain and spray it on your face. But it smells so good. Mm. It smells so good. Mm. Your favorite setting spray? I go back and forth. There are a few that I really like. Urban Decay All Nighter Mm -hmm. is one of my favorites. Really good. Um, NYX, NYX has a really good setting spray. And then the one I'm using right now is a brand called Morphe. And I really oh. like them. Do you just randomly pick things to try? No, I watch YouTube videos and see what other people are mm-hmm. using. Or I read reviews on websites mm-hmm. and see what people are talking this about. This is what I appreciate about you is your research. Well, it's my job on a Monday through Friday 9 to 5 basis. But it just bring it home with me. Are you me. a 5? I'm a 3. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I was just thinking five because of all the research. I'm a very strong three. Mm-hmm. At the achieving. Very much so. <laughs> Which wing? Two or four? Two. Yeah. Four would be a tough one for you. I don't think you could handle it. I, no. <laughs> I look at three with, with the threes with the four wing and I'm like. If you don't huh. know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the Enneagram 101. It's very helpful. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are the five beauty products every woman should have? I cannot pick five. Well, I you thought about to. it. I have six. Can I go one over? I'll allow that because okay. you're a three. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so a cleanser. You have to have a cleanser. I agree. You have to have a moisturizer. Which again, First Aid Beauty has a great cleanser that I love. See? I love it so much. See, you've got this under control. Moisturizer for all us ladies. We need do to you use, use a an- different one in the morning than you do at night because at night I oh. use a heavy moisturizer. <gasps> yes. Thank you. Thank you. If you need any more tips, please DM me on Instagram. I'm just going to hand this over to you. I don't need you anymore, Rachel. Listen, We're done here's here. what I do all right, I goodbye. wash my face, I moisturize my face, I go to bed. That's a really good start. That is better than where you were. How long ago? You are 100% correct. Okay. But I've also been putting moisturizer all the way down my neck because I'm real afraid of saggy neck. 
I see it. I don't want it. But your neck pulls moisture from your face, so it's important to moisturize your jerk. face and that your neck. neck is. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> so you need a cleanser. You need a moisturizer. Eye cream. Eye cream. Just got into that. Mm-hmm. Tinted moisturizer. But not at the same time, right? Tinted moisturizer for like the morning when you're doing your makeup. Not necessarily yeah. at night. That'd be weird, right? Yeah. That would be like in place of a foundation. I'm like I you. hate telling people like you have to wear foundation. Mm-hmm. Like your skin isn't good enough what to go without What is your it. favorite tinted moisturizer? Alginist. Okay. You said that, didn't yes. you? Yes. Gosh, see, we're, we're covering a lot here. I'll say it 10 more times. We're gonna, show notes are going to be your best friend for this one, people. Yes. And then mascara. Yep. And lip balm. Lip balm. You gotta have the balm. Isn't that a weird word? <laughs> so that's six. I'll I'll allow it. We'll go more into what those are. But this question coming up next, we had a lot. So many people asked this question. What are safe skincare products? Holy safe skincare. It's so important. Mm-hmm. It's so good to know what is in your skincare. I feel like everybody jumped on this bandwagon of your cleaning products that you're using in the house and making sure that they're safe and what you're using, like making sure you're using like thieves to clean, which I love. But okay, let's talk about skincare and safe skincare products because I mean, I know you inhale cleaning products, but you put skincare on your skin. And it sits there. And it sits there mm-hmm. all day and it absorbs into your bloodstream. And I mean, shall I go on? No, I'm scared. Okay. You're, you're scaring me at this point. So there's a lot of skincare products that claim that they're organic or safe. And they went a lot of people over that way, but it's important to look at the ingredients. To see if it actually is. Yep. So what I love uh, about Sephora is they now have a indicator in the store and online that will tell you if it is a truly safe product or if it's clean. So what that means is that these are all products that are formulated without sulfates, parabens, formaldehydes, formaldehyde releasing agents, phthalates, mineral oil, Coal tar, um, triclosan, and triclocarbon. You can't even, if you can't say the word, you don't want it on your face. I skipped four in that list because I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't blame you. It's kind of sometimes when I read the Old Testament, I do that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Who begat who and who begat whom? (laughs) I used to hate if I was called on to read anything from the Old Testament because it always had a hard name in it. (laughs) That guy. So what should we look for? Is there something on these bottles or brands that we know are going to be safe? Your only true indicator is to look at the ingredients list. Now, if you are at Sephora, you can look for that green icon that's like clean. It says clean at Sephora. Mm -hmm. But what you know if you see that is that all those products have less than 1% of synthetic fragrances in them as well. So what are some brands that you know right off the top of your head that have the seal? Oh, Bite Beauty, Drunk Elephant, Origins, Pharmacy. Why Why do you think they chose Drunk Elephant as their brand name? I read it one day it's and memorable. I was like, I can't get behind. I just, but I love their stuff. Like, I mean, I'm is it like a, ton. is it like Dumbo walking around a little, like can't walk straight line? Like what's on their product? Like, it's an elephant. It's a cute little elephant. How do you elephant. know it's drunk? <laughs> I hope I, need, <laughs> I just need clarity on why they're, why they're calling it drunk elephant. Uh, Stick to your branding, people. If you're going to call it that, make me believe that elephant is drunk. Okay. Drunk elephant. You think you said Origins? Origins, Pharmacy, Crez, Philosophy, and even some of the Sephora brand skincare is now clean as well, which is awesome because it is much more affordable. Yeah, I was going to say. And it's an easier price point for a lot of people. 
So until I started getting into um, not buying my makeup at Walmart, which is fine to buy. My mom still buys her makeup at Walmart. So, I mean, that's not a terrible thing. I'm just saying my eyes were open to another world and I appreciate this world that I'm in now. But within that, I was taught to use brushes to apply all makeup, not just eyeshadows. Because for a while, that's all. I just use brushes for eyeshadows and use the sponges for everything else. Mm -hmm. But using brushes, it goes on so much smoother and cleaner. But how often should you clean your brushes? Okay. So here's the moment of honesty. Ideally, you should clean them like a quick clean every time you use them. I always commit when I get a new brush that I'm going to do that and I don't. Oh, me too. And then I don't. Mm -mm. And then you should do like a deep clean weekly, but I don't always do that either. So I say a good scrub once a month. What does that look like? I use actual brush cleaner Mm. to make sure I'm not using harsh cleansing agents in my brushes to make them break down prematurely. So I use a brush cleaner from Real Techniques and I get my brush wet, put a little brush cleaner on it, twirl it around in the palm of my hand or on some sort of textured surface. Uh, You can get brush cleaning pads. I got one for Christmas two years ago and I don't know why. Saw it on BuzzFeed and thought I'll need that. And I mm-hmm. I think it's still in its wrapper in my drawer because I didn't know how to use it. I don't think it's like an absolute necessity. It's something that's good to have if you use it regularly. So here's a question I never thought about. How often should you wash your pillowcase? Weekly. Your face is on it every day. I never even thought about every, this. And your hair. Oh, no. And if you... And I don't wash my hair every day. Yeah. No, so, and if... Well... <laughs> sounded like that drunk elephant right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if you go to bed with wet hair, too, and, and my that life moisture is that. soaks into your Gosh. pillowcase... And I'm just sleeping on bacteria. You said it. I am. Because I don't wash those sheets weekly. I'll tell you that right now. And if you notice, like I noticed one time, it's all it took is one time. I noticed that I slept on one side of the pillow. Like I was sleeping on my right side and I was getting a couple of little breakouts on the right side of my face. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. (laughs) I've never, I mean, I've put together real quick that Ryan's side's always dirtier because boys are dirty. Boys are gross. I put that together real quick. It only mm-hmm. took a few months of marriage. Okay, we talked about safe skincare. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at ingredients, what's the number one worst ingredient I could have in my skincare product? Any petroleum-derived ingredient. So there's a lot of commercial brands that contain petroleum derivatives. When I say commercial brands, I'm talking mainly about like the drugstore brands. Yeah. They contain those petroleum derivatives, and that means they come from crude oil. Oh, that's nice. On your face. But that's why they last so long. Like, Yes. Their expiration date is so much longer than anything else that you buy at a Sephora or an Ulta. You're exactly right. So here's a tricky thing is you may not know that you have expiration dates on your makeup. You taught me this because I was using the same mascara for about three years. Sweet Jesus. I thought you were just going to walk out of the room when I told you that when you were over at the house the other day. Listen, I have with a friend one time told me that they had been using their mascara for like two years and I threw it in the trash can. Like right there. On I had the a spot. moment of shame when I when I admitted it to you. It's real bad. So the FDA does not require brands to put an expiration date on it if the shelf life is over 30 months. 
that's over two years. So you don't ever use anything that has a petroleum-derived ingredient. Just stay away from it altogether. St- all together. Mm-hmm. They're used because they're cheap. They're easy to obtain. They extend the shelf life of the product. And they can actually contain carcinogens and toxins that end up in your bloodstream. That's also terrifying. See, Delightful. this is what a little bit of research will get you. Okay, we talked a little bit about breakouts. Mm-hmm. How do you know when they're hormonal or when it is your makeup or skincare causing it? So hormonal acne is typically going to appear on your chin and jawline or jawline, either or. And it's typically going to be once a month or so. Why once a month, Rachel? Gee, I don't know. What's (laughs) once a month, ladies? Uh, So you might notice it around that time of the month. Uh, But I, so I never struggled with hormonal acne until this past year. It's like the last year of my 20s. Everything's going yep. downhill. I'm telling you. Like, it's when you got to start watching those lines and you don't want a <sighs> saggy neck and lots of things start happening. So I just have started noticing it in the past six months to a year. I walked into Sephora. I found my girl and I was like, listen, what is this? She was like, that is definitely hormonal acne. I was like, okay, that's fine. How do I make it go I away? I love that you have a girl at Sephora. Oh, I have three. <laughs> I Someone in, always has to be I on. I know that one of the three of them is always going to be there. <laughs> okay. Speaking of that, what skincare products do you love the most right now? For my cleanser, now that I have found something that I love, it's the Peter Thomas Roth Anti-Aging Cleansing Gel. It's orange and it's beautiful and it smells lovely and it works, but it can be really drying. But it's my favorite cleanser right now. Simply because it does what it says it's going to do. And I can get behind something like that. That actually and does what it says. I, so I hear you. I have gotten a couple of friends on it. And I have been getting mine at Sephora or Ulta or somewhere like that. I just found it on Target and Walmart's websites. And it's $18 cheaper than it is in Sephora and Ulta. $18! Oh, so what? A, what is Sephora and Ulta doing to us? That is very... That's upsetting news. It hurts my heart. It really... But now I know. Okay, what else are you using right now? Okay, so I'm going to go back to the drunk elephant. You just have to. Yeah, I have to. The whole <laughs> brand is a clean brand. Mm-hmm. So I can get behind any of that. Now, it's pricier... But by George, it works. It's amazing. So I'm loving, they have an oil that I have really gotten behind. It's a marula oil. Okay, how do you use it? So I mix it with my moisturizer. Okay, that's at what night. I was going to ask. Yep. Do you just put it straight on your face or you, you're mixing it with your moisturizer? I mix it okay. with my moisturizer. So, like in the palm of my hand, I will put my moisturizer in the palm of my hand and then I'll do like two to three drops and I'll mix it together and put it on my face and just rub it every in. night. Every night. Okay. Yep. Have you used any other oils? Because I've just recently heard about oils on your face. What are the benefits of them as opposed to anything else? I love them this time of year because my skin gets so dry and it really is super hydrating. Okay. And so think about this. Your body naturally moisturizes itself with oils. That's true. What better way to give your skin the hydration it needs than with the oils that are similar to the oils that your body is already naturally producing? That makes so it sense. works. Okay, I'm with you now. More effectively, essentially, than moisturizers. Although you can't be a good moisturizer. So all of the skincare stuff that we do, how much does it actually impact how your makeup looks? Oh, if I could scream this, I would, but I won't 
disrupt people that much. So it has everything to do with your makeup. If your skin care routine is not on point and it is not doing what you need it to do, you're going to struggle with your makeup. Like you're going to see a difference. Now, when you get that skin care routine in line, you are going to be wondering what you've been doing all along mm-hmm. and what you've been missing out on. You have to take care of your skin. Like it's we, the biggest organ in your body. So skincare routine can be just, like I said, a cleanser and a moisturizer. Yeah. It's like, a great first step. Yes. But then First Aid Beauty introduced me to toning pads. Mm. What does toner do? Toner. I've been using them, but I'm not 100% sure what's happening. Mm. So I prefer using a Miracle Water by It Cosmetics is what it's called. But it just helps my skin look brighter and it helps with the firmness. You have to be careful. So if you have sensitive skin, be really careful about the toner that you're using. I'm with you. Okay. Let's jump back to foundation because we did have several questions about Mm -hmm. foundation. How do you choose the right shade? What is coverage? What is finish? Just how do you pick one at all? So I'm not even going to lie. Foundation can be tricky. So when I'm helping someone with a foundation, I always ask, like, my number one question is, do you burn tan or burn then tan? That tells me about your undertones. I burn then tan. Okay. So that tells me that you are a more neutral undertone. So that tells me what color family we're going to start looking at for foundation. So it automatically narrows it down. If we answer those questions, it's going to tell me if I need to look at a warm undertone foundation, cool undertone foundation, or a neutral undertone foundation. I don't know if you know this, but you can also look at your veins to tell now, this what is kind a of undertone. Great wow. fact. So you can look at your veins mm-hmm. to answer your undertone yep. question. So, so like if you look at your wrist, if you're looking at your veins in your wrist, if you have blue or purple veins, you have cool undertones and you'll probably have better luck with a pink undertone foundation. If you have like a bluish green vein, you have neutral undertones and you're probably going to have better luck with something that is less pink or yellow undertone. Very neutral. It's going to be noticeable when you line it up with other foundations. And then if you have green or olive veins, you have warm undertones. And we'll do better with a yellow undertone foundation. How do you know what undertone the foundation is? Okay, so typically with a lot of foundations, you'll notice that the name of it or something like that starts with like a C, which will be like cool or N is neutral, W is warm, okay, something like that. But if you like line them up together, if you grab like three in a row, you're going to see one that is, looks a little more pink, one that looks a little more yellow, and one that's neutral could go either way. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that either. But okay, let's move into coverage. Yep. So coverage can range from light to full. We've been talking about tinted moisturizers, BB cream, CC creams. Those are going to be light to sheer coverage where it's just enough to even out your skin tone and get you through the day. And you're going to have medium means you want a little bit more coverage, but you still want to look natural. Then you've got full coverage. That means you want to cover your skin tone entirely. Like you want to cover up your natural skin appearance entirely. And then your finish. Yes. You could go a few different ways here. It just depends on personal preference. Do you want like a glowy, natural look or do you want a matte finish? And I think... What What should you want? It totally is preference. Like for me, I prefer a natural finish to my foundation. Think of it like paint finishes on the wall. Like honestly, mm-hmm. you have like a matte finish is going to be like flat and you can go from there. or You can choose like a satin glossy paint, which is going to be the equivalent to that foundation. It's going to be like more glowy, dewy, not oily, but you want to go with something that's a little bit easier to work with and it's not going to be as hard to maintain throughout the day. 
Matte can be tricky to work with, but I love a matte foundation. When would you do a matte foundation? I did a matte foundation on you for that event. Okay. And it helps like when you're under bright lights or anything like that. So I prefer not like a off of you. I'm with yeah. You. And I use a natural foundation throughout the day. What the heck is contouring? <laughs> literally, that was a question that we <laughs> it got. Literally it is. was worded, what the heck is contouring? So contouring is all about knowing where to shade and where to highlight on your face. And my favorite analogy is from The Lion King. So do you remember when Simba's dad told him that their <laughs> kingdom consisted of everything the light touches? You remember what, yes. you know what I'm talking about? So yes. that's how highlighter is. So like the same is true for highlighting. You want to highlight everywhere the light touches. So you can get a contour kit, which is going to be like a really dark shade and a really light shade. I got one of those for Christmas. It's still unopened. We'll, we'll take a look. We'll change that. I'm scared Real of it. Soon. So that's going to be for contouring. Now you can use a bronzer just to like warm up the look of your face. It's typically going to be a powder and it can have different finishes or you can use an actual highlighter, which is going to be a really light color, white, typically translucent. And then you still want to stick with blush on the apples of your cheeks. So everywhere the light touches, that's the center of your mm. forehead, your nose and your cheekbones. Correct? For mm -hmm. contour. Mm -hmm. You could even do it on your Cupid's bow on your top lip. Carmen didn't teach me that. Well. Bronzer? Yes or no? I love bronzer. Do you? Yes. Where do you put it? So if I'm not going to contour, I will use bronzer in the, what is this called? Like the hollows? hollows so if you cheek? make the fish face, mm -hmm. the, yeah, the part mm -hmm. that you suck mm -hmm. in. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. The hollows of your cheeks below your cheekbones. I will put my bronzer there just to warm up my face a little bit. And sometimes I'll put it like on my temples too, just to give you kind of think of like the shape do of you do a, a three. three. Okay. Yes, when yes, I yes, went, yes. One day we were doing family pictures and this was when I first started dabbling in makeup and I literally walked into the mall, walked up to the Mac booth and said, I have family pictures this afternoon. I need to know what I, what I absolutely should do for makeup. And she said the bronzer in the three and I still do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you do it from like you, the temple of your forehead, and you bring it around the side of your eye and down the and make hollow a three. of your cheek and mm -hmm. then your jawline in the shape of a three. That's going to get you going pretty good places. Okay. I like that. That's an easy thing to remember. Mm -hmm. Okay. We put all the makeup on. How do we take it off? What's your nighttime routine? Okay. So this question makes me really happy. So up until about two years ago, the only consistent thing I did with my skincare routine was take off my makeup with a Neutrogena makeup remover wipe. Okay, you say that with a little bit of hesitation in your voice, but let me tell you something. There are some nights when I don't want to take my makeup off. I don't want to do the whole process. So I just use a wipe and lay down. It's better I than nothing. I just want to lay down. It's better than nothing. Because if you don't take your makeup off at all, I found this statistic, your skin will age like something like seven times faster if you don't take your makeup off because your pores are all clogged up and it gets I'm gross. Glad. I really started washing my face hardcore in college because it started breaking out. And I'm just now I thank the Lord for the breakouts because otherwise I don't think I would have washed my face at night. Every single night I do my makeup remover. I use a brand called Pharmacy. It's one of those clean brands. I'm Sephora. curious about these. It's a balm. It kind of looks like... So it's not like a wipe. No. Okay. No, it comes in a little tub and it kind of reminds you of coconut oil, how it's mm -hmm. like solid when you first start working with it and then it melts. That's what this stuff is like. But 
it smells so good. It has lavender in it. And you just rub it in the palm of your hand and then you go in circles all over your face and it takes your makeup off. I'm very all interested of it. in you that. You can even use it on your eyes. Like it's sensitive enough that you can use it on your eyes to get your mascara off. Because right now I use a different eye makeup remover. Nope. Okay. You I love it. To. All right. What comes next after the So balm? then I do my cleanser, my Peter Thomas Roth anti-aging cleansing gel. It's really potent. So I only use it at night. In the morning, I use a more gentle cleanser. And then I oil and moisturize after I cleanse. And then lip hydration. You're Don't big for- on the lip hydration. Do not forget about the lips. Okay. They're important. Exfoliating, the peels, all the stuff that you see. How often do you do that? Twice a week. Okay. And it depends on the time of year, too. So in the winter, I do it twice a week. And I use a Peter Thomas Roth again. Uh, he's got a Firmex peeling gel. This stuff is the weirdest stuff, but it's so cool. Because you put like a dime-sized blob of the peeling gel on your fingers. And then you start rubbing it in small circles all over your face. And you can see it pulling away the dead skin. It starts like peeling oh up on your face. So then you don't have to wash your pillowcase every night, every week. Well, you still should. <laughs> but it's awesome because you can actually see it working. And my face is so soft when I get done using it. Do you do full on masks? Every now and then. If I'm super dry and I want to do like a really hydrating mask, mm-hmm. I will. Is that a gel mask or... Um, I like a, there's a cucumber gel mask that I really like. It's a quick 10 minute mask. It detoxes, it hydrates. It's also from Peter Thomas Roth and it feels really, really, really good. And then, uh, one time a week I'll also use, um, retinol, like a retinol cream. I need to understand retinol. Please. I love it. It's a collagen booster. Interested in it. And I hear that it has incredible benefits, but I don't like, when do you use it? Why do you use it? Uh, I only use it once a week. Once a week. And I use it to help with fine lines and wrinkles, the overall texture of my skin. Do you put it all over your face? Don't put it on my eyes and I don't put it on my lips. Okay. Yep. So you put it forehead, Forehead, cheeks, cheeks, around the nose. jaw, around the nose. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. What retinol do you use? I have been using the Murad retinol. They have a retinol cream that I like, but... Again, Drunk Elephant has one that they just came out with. That That's amazing. Yep. Um, anything else that you love right now? Uh, it Cosmetics. They have an under eye cream that I love. It really is brightening and helps really? with the fine lines and wrinkles around my eyes. That's where I'm seeing mine the most. I got to stop smiling so much. Stop it. You I are do. too happy. I am. I Quit am. It. It's causing wrinkles. I'm looking older mm-hmm. than I need to. Quit it. You're aging yourself. Okay. Let's wrap it up. All right. Two questions. Okay. The best makeup tip you have, mm-hmm. top top notch, best one you have, and the best skincare tip you have. All right. Makeup, have fun. Be creative with it. Don't be afraid to try new things. Have to do what makes you happy and not what you feel like you absolutely have to do. So while it's not like a grand, like best in the world makeup tip, like that's my tip for myself. Mm-hmm. Because once I stopped wearing makeup, out of an obligation and out of I feel better about myself when I'm wearing it, then it totally changed. Okay, skincare. Best tip. Do not ever skip skincare. Don't. Like, if you don't have a skincare regimen right now, start working on one. It's easy to start. It really is. It really... See, you've done it. 
you know. <laughs> I should be the marker because if it's not easy, I'm not going to do it. Put you on a billboard. I'd t- listen, I'm waiting for it. You'd have to do my makeup for that. though. But you really can. You really can start. Start with a cleanser, then work your way into a moisturizer. You don't have to dive deep into skincare all at once. You can you can just dip Take your toe it easy. in it. And we'll, again, all of the products, all the stuff we talked about, it's going to be on show notes. Also with like some step-to-step guides. We're going to work on some of those. And then maybe a couple videos of here's a quick, easy way to apply makeup. Here's what you're going to do in the mornings. Slightly terrifying, but I'll go with It'll it. be great. You can do this. We need, we need this from you. I love ending every episode telling you how thankful I am for you, that you would take your time to listen to what we're trying to do here. So if you loved it, or even if you have feedback, I want to hear about it. You can either hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review, or you can just DM me on social media. Usually I'm on Instagram the most. It's at C-E-Holla. And again, I love hearing from you guys. So make sure you either write a review or send me a DM, which always seems a little bit desperate asking for it. But here I am asking anyways. Thanks again for tuning in.